you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast, the Dakota Rose, Tom Hoagie, chases down Jordan Spieth to earn his first win on the PGA Tour. That shook up the BLC leaderboard in a big way. We'll give that a close look. Harold Vonner III wins in dramatic fashion in Saudi Arabia. We'll touch on that and a few other stories surrounding the Saudis, Phil, and that whole crew. Then we take it to Phoenix for the waste management. We got course breakdown, shit picks, and our first guest picker of the year. Hello, Johnny. Hello, words. Oh, how the hell are ya? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I told you this before, words. You bought this fancy soundboard, which is fucking awesome, but... Up until you had a great week and with your Tom Hoagie pick, I really w- I knew I wasn't going to be in first anymore, so I had like planned a whole, like, I wanted it to be playing uh, Good Riddance by Green Day and just be like, <laughs> what a magical three weeks that was. I hope you have the time <laughs> of your life. It's like, what a, what a magical three weeks that captured the fantasy golf world by storm. <laughs> and we okay. took it from him. <laughs> yeah. We fucking took it from him, guys. Yeah, so uh, I-, I can't tell you the amount of, emotions I went through on Sunday just kind of knowing what could happen what might happen it's like okay well fuck actually if Hoagie doesn't win it's great <laughs> if and then it's like Bo Hostler could fucking win or fucking Joel Damon could fucking win it'd be great and then all of a sudden I it just settled in I was like Tom Hoagie's gonna win and actually this might be what's best for for us <laughs> it's good for the show it's good for the show it's good for one goddamn week <laughs> i think i had gone through like five or six second place finishers bef- since my last win 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 so i i needed it in a bad way tom hoagie oh my god i will never ever forget what you did for me back in pebble beach back there in 22 hey what i love the most and I, again you and i sometimes get a little too excited about when we do well and talking about the tournament too early. But the thing that I love the most about Tom Hoagie's win was that Jordan Spieth had told some media reporters maybe like earlier on in the year, remember he, he kind of blew it in, in the American express. Yeah. And it was like, just don't be Second surprised place. when Tom Hoagie, if he's in contention, he's not the kind of guy who backs down. And like Tom Hoagie was kind of like taken back when they told him about that. He was like, well, I don't even really know Jordan that well. Only time I knew him was from when I taught him how to play dice, and literally how to play craps. That yeah. is why Jordan Spieth was like, "He does well." How did you know he didn't back down? Well, that's how he played craps. <laughs> so he must be just a fucking loose cannon at the table because <laughs> yeah. Max Homa tweeted out like, "God, I hope they, I hope he doesn't stop off at Reno to hit the tables." I yeah. mean, this guy must be a fucking legend. I, I, I wonder, I wonder where it was that he and Jordan were on the tables. Like, it wonder if it was like in Tunica or like you know some <laughs> sketchy fucking uh, the hair. 
Jerez. I've been taken for a lot of money on the craft's table of Jerez. And by a lot of money, I mean like a hundred bucks in like five minutes. But <laughs> it'd be nice to know more of that backstory because, I mean, Jordan had nothing but good things to say about him. And he's yeah. like, I don't know why. Just and that's a, why. He was just, probably blackout. Just a degenerate gambler from Fargo. <laughs> Yeah, coach. <laughs> yeah. That, that, hey, Jordo, why don't you keep your mouth shut, eh? That, that, he, he's obviously a likable guy. He's, uh, you know, TCU alum, and uh, who knows what this could do for Tom Hoagie. It's amazing what has happened so far this year with the likes of Luke List and now Tom Hoagie. Hudson Swafford obviously hadn't won in a while, but confidence comes in a win, and it just kind of opens the door for what guys like that can do the rest of the season. Yes, and we'll get more into that. A little bit later in the show. Yeah, because words, we're recording early yet again because Jet Setting Words is at it again. Off to Miami this time, <laughs> huh, Bob? Coast to coast, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Coast to coast. They used to call him West Coast Words, but now he's... South t- Beach. <laughs> now he's, now he, he's going to visit Andrew Cunanan's grave down there at South Beach. <laughs> That's right. I got the banana hammock. I've been watching the Pamela and Tommy Lee deal, so I've been looking at all his fucking... You have been underwear wa- shots. I, yeah. I, I I watched the first episode. I'm saving some of those. I just haven't gotten had the time to watch much since then. But uh, words, you and I both kind of talked about this because again, this was another week where words drops on me like two days before. Oh, by the way, can we do this show oh, yeah. early? I'm going to fucking Miami. I'm just like, what the fuck? What are you doing all this jet setting? Going to Fountain Blue, babe? <laughs> Is that really where you're staying? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. So. I've been to Miami, I think, twice in my life, and both were for Sooner Bowl games. The first one was obviously the most magical of them all in 2000, but I stayed in the Fountain Blue, and, you know, I was, like, fucking 14 years old, but even, obviously, 22 fucking years ago, that place was the fucking talk of the town, badass hotel. I'm sure not much has changed. Oh, I'm sure it's a a pisshole now. (laughs) Well, the last time I went, of course, (laughs) was when we lost to Florida in, you know, first week second week of 09 it was the 08 season and uh, I stayed <laughs> I think one night I shared like a full size bed in this flea bag hotel that that Covey got it was like me Spencer Covey and then my buddy Matt I think all slept like in one room together for one night before I moved out but I mean I'm gonna God, get some on the cheap guys that was yeah save that, for the clubs yeah that was that was one of those trips that I didn't have any money and I, you mentioned I told this sh- the story on the show before, but I missed my flight home after a long day and night. The day after the game, like it's like no, I'm gonna stay a day after the game, just kind of soak Relax. in the town. And like obviously that was the worst case because the Sooners lose in like a close game, and I just drank my sorrows away. I think I had like twelve tequila shots, like from two to four. And Shiver me timbers. Ended up falling on my face. Getting a rug burn, missing my flight home. Rug Lost burn phone? on my face. Yeah. Lost my phone. Yeah, that's that's the emotional hangover we're looking for. Oh, bro, I had to call. Thank God, Maggie. <laughs> I fucking love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. And I think we have talked about this, but my mother-in-law had to buy me a hotel room because I didn't have enough money to buy a hotel in Miami by myself. You should just <laughs> pull a kunan and you start toe tapping in the airport. You know all about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Go bang on Giorgio. Uh, or, no, it was. Uh, it was Versace, yeah. Johnny. Go bang on uh, Versace's fucking like doors, like God damn it, where's that money? Yes. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> it's like I've been dead ten years. Yeah, it's like, son, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. Yeah, how do you get a free hotel room in Miami? Get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> that always works. You get a free place to stay and some food. It may not be free, but no. uh, at least the bail bondsman would cut me a rate. Yeah, no, you'd be good. 
So you're going Wednesday to Sunday? Yeah, I come back Saturday. Oh. No, Sunday. Saturday night or Sunday. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, it's just like I had work today, and I'm like trying to close all the loops, and so I still kind of have that anxiety up, but now I got my 24-ounce topo yes, here. I love that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's like a real topo. It's not even got booze. It's not the hard seltzer. I was like, oh, fuck. It's just, <laughs> now I'm just going to be gassy <laughs> for no reason. The flight. You're like the guy that rips farts the whole flight tomorrow. And passed out cold. <laughs> oh, not me. Oh, that's great. Now, you're not taking the clubs, are you? No. No, I'm not. When you I go bitched, with the wife, it's kind of it's yeah. kind of like uh, pushing yeah. your luck a little bit. Yeah. Well, good. Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to still just kind of basking in the Dakota Rose win. Uh, I mean, you got to do that. Hey, Words, and, and <laughs> that was the best part. Words calls me yesterday as I'm taking my sweet, sweet, right now my only child on a walk yesterday. Of course, Penny, who's made plenty of sound on the shows in years past. But he calls and he's like, ah, I bet you like love talking to me right now. And I was like, at least I had the fucking guts to, to pick up the phone. Because <laughs> Words didn't talk to me until the show started the, the week that I won. But... Yes. Hey, that door works both ways, Bob. Yeah. I didn't call you. That's for goddamn sure. I was actually calling your ass because I felt bad. <laughs> like, man, I'm sorry I didn't even tell you about Miami. <laughs> One of those trips that totally slipped my mind, but... Can you do the show Tuesday? I'm actually using the money I won off of t- that I won for the winning the league. <laughs> I'm already spending it. I'm already 20, spent it. 28 weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I, did, I had no idea. but my we, s- we don't hold the money. My sister reminded me uh, today, she was listening to last week's show, and I guess we we referenced her in some way, but she actually... You called her a... <laughs> you, no, I, I remember it now. You're like, I'm not going to name my daughter after that bitch. <laughs> Something like that. She actually had a, a little bet on Tom Hoagie, and she won a grand. Oh, so, nice, Evan. So you... you uh, Hopefully that means that she'll. So what's my cut? <laughs> yeah, she'll buy me something. Hopefully, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it wasn't all that bad, but still, it's like only English with an A. So I also won money. Well, only English won. who wasn't on Hoagie. <laughs> That's her fucking A. Sure. <laughs> what an idiot. Who was? I, I'm only English not on Hoagie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's you. But yeah, so she won some money, and uh, yeah, congrats, man. <laughs> We're not even there yet. <laughs> well. Should we start off with the Asian tour? Of course, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, well, I guess that was obviously the, the Saudis. They invaded Asia. <laughs> but the, the tournament was in Saudi, right? Yes. They took over the Asian tour. Greg Norman, this is the big Saudi event where they pay pretty much winning pi- winning prize purses to the creme de la creme of the Clay, professional right? golfers out there. Um, so if you saw a big name guy out there, he was getting at least a million bucks, I would say. And some, probably a lot more, like your guy Bryson, who I've heard was closer to two or three. And what happens to him? He goes ahead and, <laughs> goes ahead and withdraws <laughs> <I'll be there. laughs> after Friday's round, which I really got a kick out of, um, citing a wrist injury. And first he was like, oh, my you guys fell. I just fell down. Okay, yeah, yeah. I fell, I fell down. Yeah, it was on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's when it was. I fell. Fuck. <laughs> I fell during my work. What the it's, fuck was he doing? It's <laughs> not because I've been swinging as hard as professional long drivers out there. He and those two like hunky 
jacked up dudes were probably playing with soap on a rope, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what two chunky fat? No, hunky. Like, they're like these bodybuilder dudes that he does the spe- speed training with. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of his, you, I, don't, I haven't really watched any of his I YouTube haven't either. stuff. Yeah. I haven't either. But, but yeah, that one dude is jacked as fuck. Well, Martin is the big, uh, you know, German long drive guy, but then he's got this other guy from Dallas who's just this kind of like muscle-bound dude that's trying to get into it, and so... Did they just oil each other up? I think and, he and Bryson, God they slipped on something, bud. I don't know what Bryson slipped and fell on, but it <laughs> might have been that guy. <laughs> but not that that'd be bad. But I uh, clipped my wrist on his anal cavity. <laughs> just fisting the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, those are all specu- that's speculation. No, it's true. But yeah, he uh, also denied reports that he was offered $135 million to become the face of that operation, which he I just saw in comments from, it was a Breezy Golf had posted it, and it was the picture, I think, where it had converted the logo to Bryson with the <laughs> turban, basically. And a smile, a yeah. little wry smile. And uh, Bryson, all he wrote back was like false. And so I wonder if it was more. Yeah, it could have been more. But, you know, if he ends up signing those papers, he's not going to have the uh, luxury when he joins their golf league that oh your hand or wrist hurts oh well now your other hand or wrist is gonna hurt because we're we cut it off <laughs> yeah. yes sorry those are the rules <laughs> well and then the, they asked i guess dj was asked about getting paid as well because you know we talked about it last week ian poulter was was offered supposedly around 30 million dollars to go play and they <laughs> i asked, love that the, when poulter's number was like it's like what the fuck poulter 30 million <laughs> Holy shit, like, is 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 Bryson going to get, like, half of a billion dollars? <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck is this money coming from? Well, I guess they asked DJ that, and he was like, they were like, so was your offer around the same? He was like, no, it was not the same. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was, a, it was a lot more, I'm sure. Uh, which, you know, he and Paulina could head over there and, you know, become live like kings. I don't know why I'm talking like that. <laughs> well, before we get into HV3, yeah. Phil fucking Mickelson also yes, made yes. an appearance over there. And I, I think he missed the cut, thank God. But he had a, a big interview with Golf Digest and someone, and he basically just took every opportunity he could to lambast the tour and just, you know, call them out for their, quote, obnoxious greed, which is just hysterical. Because Phil is, like, all, always the consummate smartest guy in the room. But one thing we really do know about him is that he only cares about himself and his wallet. I mean, he's made over, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars, and who knows if he still has any of it. <laughs> I mean, the gambling, the families, yeah. it's, it's, it could be anywhere. Um, so, yeah, he, he was bashing on the, the PGA Tour and really honing in on, like, the, the media exclusivity rights with their players. Uh-huh. So, like, a lot was made that Phil said he had to pay – uh, the tour a million dollars to play in his made-for-TV matches with, like, Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's bullshit. Phil didn't pay anyone anything for... TNT paid for that. That's how networks work within each other mm-hmm. for rights. In every major sporting league, that's how media work. Patrick Mahomes and those guys, aren't like, they can't have Jackson filming them on the sidelines and then just, like, you know, sell to whoever they want. That, that dilutes the product. It's the fact that he says all this shit and that he's obviously, like, browbeating other pros into letting them know what fools they are for, like, believing in the PGA Tour and not, like, you know, taking these matters upon themselves. But, like, what, he has the trust that the fucking Saudi League and Greg Norman are going to just figure all that shit out? That's great. But if that's the case, then why hasn't Phil signed the papers? Well, not, not one fucking person's joined the league yet. Yeah, I think that Phil probably saying that shit is, is trying to basically 
get more people on the point uh, or uh, on the mindset that like this may not be such a bad deal and like competition is great, but like it doesn't really seem to work in pro sports when it comes to like competing leagues. Like you've never seen a another league aside from like soccer when there's a fucking million leagues worldwide, whatever. But like this is a money grab. These guys do have infinity amounts of hundred dollar bills behind them, but like Phil is setting this up to sign a $200 million deal or fucking who knows quarter of a billion dollar deal. And with that, it goes a lot of his legacy. If that is the, the case, I mean, the worst thing that could have ever happened in golf was the fact that he fucking won the PGA championship. Oh last my year. God. Just awful. Yeah. Like I get it. Some people like that. I, I used to be a Phil guy. <clears throat> Surprisingly enough in Oh three, when he won the masters, I was like elated, but you know what? That was 18, almost yeah, that was fucking 19 years ago. A lot has changed since then. <laughs> He's a douche. Well, just for Phil to call out someone else's obnoxious greed, I was like, Phil, you're the fucking greediest guy on tour. Are you kidding me? You're always looking to make a buck. That's fine. And, you know, a lot of it could be posturing, like, as far as just the next negotiating rights uh, with the PGA Tour. And I think a lot of this breakaway league stuff, it is going to make the PGA Tour make some big decisions and make some big changes, which is good. The PGA Tour is really good at stealing ideas, especially when they're coming from, you know, maybe competing tours out there. So hopefully the tour does make some changes. I'm one of the guys, I'm not a PGA Tour apologist. Like, I, they make a bunch of boneheaded decisions, in my opinion, but I still think the product's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, it is. And uh, the other thing, too, it's like all of a sudden you've got this competing league, if you will, that has unlimited resources monetarily, and then... Now, all of a sudden, all this money comes out of the woodwork, which has to have a lot of the players scratching their heads. It's like, okay, we now went from fucking, like, three tournaments that are over $12 million purses to, like, eight in, in overnight. And all of a sudden, there's a PIP program. Like, where... I think Jay Monahan was lining his and his buddies' pockets for the longest time, and they finally are like, oh, shit, we probably can't do this anymore. No, it was the guy before Monahan. I forget his name, but... Yeah, a lot of the TPC bullshit. Dayton Fincham. Tim, Tim Fincham. Tim Fincham. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, I, and I'm not even going to hate a bunch of the guys that do sign this shit. I mean, it, it, what's going to be crazy is I feel like a bunch of the older Europeans who look like they've at least kind of floated to the media that they have been getting pretty lucrative offers, even if they're way over the hill. But they're much more likely to join the Saudi League. I mean, they're obviously from that side of the pond mm -hmm. and whatever. Um, but that would mean giving up any future involvement um, that they have with the thing that they love more than anything, the Ryder Cup. So it's going to be kind of fascinating to see Westy, Justin Rose, Polt, Polta, Stinson, Stinson. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot that has is still unknown. Like supposedly, I heard that they'll have as many as you know, ten tournaments here in the United States. You know, like shit like that. So who knows? But more importantly, words. Uh, Phil did finish 19th. No, they, fuck they, Phil. They didn't have a cut. Um, <laughs> but also, what a fucking finish it was for our guy. The real story here. HV3. Yes. Um, obviously, he has yet to win on the PGA Tour, but this is by far the biggest win of his career, and it couldn't have come in a bigger, more dramatic way. A 90-foot eagle putt on the 18th hole. Basically, a putt that he would have been lucky to get down in two to force a playoff, and he just goes ahead and fucking drains it on, like, the last revolution. Perfect fucking putt. And then absolutely nailed the celebration as well. Just went ape shit. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Threw his putter down. And even better, it was to overtake Bubba Watson. Fucking Bubba, who just 
apparently just murdered it on Sunday. Shot, I think, 64. 64. Yeah, that's pretty salty, including an eagle on 18 um, to get him in that position. So, yeah, HV3, um, <laughs> you know, too bad on the PGA Tour graphics. It'll still say, like, zero wins. He got a million bucks for it, uh, so that's... Plus the appearance plus, fee. I'm sure he got paid quite a bit. And the other thing, too, you know, it's... I think that this field, obviously, was kind of what took away from Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach was still great, but the fact that you got guys like, you know, not that HV3 and Bubba are the primest of the prime names right now, but he outlasted Cameron Smith, Abe Anser, Dustin Johnson, Joaquin Neiman, Tommy Fleetwood, Shane Lowry. I mean, there was a number of great players in this field, so for him to get a win in, in a pretty solid field... Has to bode well, and he's inside the top 50 in the world rankings for the first time in his career. So um would be great to see him back or playing in his, what would be his first Masters I for think, all those racist fucks down there in Augusta, Georgia. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, I think he'll definitely get a, a win on the PGA Tour when it's all said and done. Sure, well. sure, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Saudi. You want to move it on to... You want to talk about the DP tour real yeah, quick? Yeah, real, real quick note. Double on, pen tour. Yes, on the, <laughs> the double pen tour, the DP tour. Nikolai Hodegaard. Hodegaard. Who, words, we briefly talked about him when they were doing an international deal a while back. He's got a twin brother that also plays a professional golfer, but this kid is 20 years old and just picked up his second win on the DP tour. His first one was only about six months ago in September. So and He's huge, and so is his brother, obviously, the yeah. twins, and... They're extremely long, and where did you say they're from? They're from Denmark. Dude, what's with these people from the North Pole just rocking and rolling in golf lately? Hey, they took... You they, know about the man <laughs> from Norway. They must be inspired by the man from Norway. Um, it they, all, it all, all roads lead back to victory. Exactly. exactly. I'm going to French Victor next time. I, I, didn't go, <laughs> I didn't go talk to him when I saw him in Stillwater, but I'm going to go French him the next time I see him. <laughs> um, no, but... Words aside from this, unbelievable win. Twenty years old. The future is fucking bright for this kid. Obviously, expect to see him playing in some Ryder Cups, um, potentially as soon as the next time around. But got to give a shout out to one of my guys who was back there. Shot sixty three on Sunday to finish in third. How Tong Lee is not going quietly into the night. Want to see well, How Tong back playing on this side of the pond? Was he wearing his Rex specs? Probably. I didn't. I didn't see I a mean, single that, shot from this tournament. That Chinese prison camp they threw him in must have been just like. <laughs> like, we give you the chance and you uh, fucked it up. I really don't want to go back. I'm really going to apply myself. Well, there, there's another cat, uh, an English cat, Jordan Smith. He was a, another young gun from, you know, the new up-and-coming Englishman who finished second. So, um, it's interesting. There was three pretty solid tournaments going on this week, and this one was probably the one that got the least amount of attention, even though it yielded a 20-year-old potential yeah. star. So. Well, when all your horses are fucking done by noon on Sunday, you got to watch something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh God. But yeah. Anyways, shout out to Nikolai Hodgard. Hodgards. Nice. All right. Let's take it on over to Pebble Beach, where, as you did allude to earlier, it was a pretty weak field, but it was still an awesome tournament. Pebble Beach, one of the most beautiful scenes you'll see all year. That's what I love about the California swing. You go kind of from Torrey to Pebble. Pretty awesome stuff. Tom Hoagie. The Dakota Rose, what are you going to say? He got off to a hot start on Thursday, and, you know, I'm, of course, I'm ecstatic. I'm terrified. There's way too much golf in front of him, but uh, he made it to Sunday in the final group with my other pick, Patrick Cantlay, 
And uh, things were great. I knew I couldn't catch KP because he had Hoagie, Canley, and fucking Spieth, who was coming off of a 63 on Saturday, and I had J-Day. But things were good. I mean, Pebble looked incredible on television. I started writing in my Red Shoe Gratitude Diary because, (laughs) you know, the golf is so fucking fun to watch when you actually have a horse in the race on Sunday. And then they start playing. And Hoagie misses a five-footer for birdie on two, the easiest par five. And then he three-putts for double on the par five, par three, par three fifth, which is like a 150-yard hole. People were having trouble with that hole, though, all day. Well, my journal entry turned into a suicide (laughs) note real quick. At that point, I thought it was over for, for old Tom Hoagie. But talk about some fucking resilience. Some balls. That's right. Just That's like what, just like what Speed said, <laughs> the guy, the guy <laughs> hey, don't get down on this motherfucker. You can always come back. So I'm, I mean, obviously my attention is more on Patrick Cantley at that point because he he was rocking and rolling. He ended up three under um, on the front nine, and he had the lead for a short time. But Spieth was just, I mean, Spieth played great. He was hitting really awesome iron shots for as crazy weird as his pre shot routine is now. It is the most awkward looking thing. I mean, he takes basically a half swing and, like, looks at where all of his angles are and then kind of brings the club back down. And then he, you know, his swing's awkward. I don't know what else to say, but it's really work. It was working last weekend and Sunday. Uh, He just couldn't make a putt like he usually does from 15 to kind of 25 feet in that range. And, you know, he was kind of a – he was burning edges. It's like one of those things where if he makes one, he's going to make all of them. But he just, like, could not get that one to go. Um, but still, it didn't matter. He had a two-stroke lead going into the par 3 17th, um, and he hits it in the bunker, gets to about five feet, and misses the comebacker for the par. And meanwhile, Hoagie, the group behind him, is like quietly, quietly just grinding, and he starts making birdies. Almost and, hoops the 9-iron on like the 16th hole. The 16th hole. hole, and that was the switch. That was the switch because Jordan had just hit it in the trap on 17. And, of course, he looks at Greller. He's like, I hit that perfectly. Oh, my God. It was so perfect. Yes. You know what would have made it really perfect? If you hit it on the green, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Or if you fucking clubbed me up one, <laughs> God damn it, Michael. Greller? Greller's like, I should have pushed your ass off the fucking cliff on Saturday. Well, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, it's like, eh, I've had scarier shots than that. <laughs> no, no, that was pretty. That was pretty ballsy. Well, and you know that's what's crazy is it looked from the initial view on TV, it looked like the ball went over the edge, and it's like, how do you make the the mistake to hit it that close on that hole? He yes. did it in the U.S. Open also, and he did it this, the fuck on Sunday. He hit it way closer than you would have thought. Um, but you know, he still makes the par, which was funny because he takes an eight iron, basically as soon as he imp- makes impact with the ball, runs away just because, you know, you had to think. To- oh, cause he didn't want to die. But his adrenaline's pumping. So he overcooks it, has a shitty lie, somehow gets up and down, makes about a 12 magic because I think Jordan even said this. It's like. It's not even worth talking about the shot if he makes bogey, you know? So, yes, the shot lives in infamy now because he actually did save the par. But, you know, I have I was stunned when that, that putt on 17 slid by because, you know, it just was setting up for Jordan Spieth to, to just pull it out. You know, he was 11 shots back going into the weekend, cuts it to one shot going into the final round, and it just seemed like it was, it was Spieth's tournament. And him missing that putt and then Hoagie coming back with the birdie near eagle on 16 and then what nick faldo called the the best putt of his career on the 17th 17th. hole to make a two there and then all you got to do from that point 
All he had to do was par the the set the you know eighteen three shots. Just a little bit of water left on eighteen. Yeah, and he lay he hits a well sh- three wood well short of the tree, lays up. He gives himself about hundred and twenty yards in, and all you got to do from there is two putt. And it was not. He still had to make about a five foot comeback for par, but. You know, I, I don't think that would have changed the outcome since he still get, wins by two. But Jesus Christ, Bo Hostler had a chance if he makes Eagle to force a playoff, but he sure threw up all over himself, which which really hurt my feelings because I wanted him to cut into some of that second yeah, place you money did. that Spieth won. No way. But Bo also had a double bogey on the front. So I, I got to ask you this. Yes, he did, and he battled back. I forgot that he, he led the U.S. Open after Thursday. When he was 17. At Pebble. When he was 17 years old. Wow. Yeah. That was crazy. When and he His last year at Texas before he turned pro, I think they won the national championship. Yeah, maybe and he blew he his shoulder, blew his shoulder out. out yeah. And still made an up and down from the back sand trap. He, he putted. putted. He putted yes. the ball out of the yes. sand trap. That was one of the gutsiest pars I've ever seen. That was kind of when Golf Channel first started airing college shit. Um, but yeah, Bo Hosser was kind of the... Played at UT and was kind of the can't miss guy, and it's been a grind for him. But I mean, he's he's getting there. I think he has. He's playing on conditional status yeah. this year, so well. I mean, an outright third is going to get him more starts. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, he he won six hundred thousand dollars and got one hundred ninety FedEx points. But words, I was I was just as impressed with the way your boy Seth Putnam in the infamous heroin blowjob <laughs> battled Andrew, back. Andrew Seth Putnam, <laughs> yeah. No, when he when he birdied one, um, and then like I said, Hoagie missed that five footer. I was I was cursing the gods because I knew that Seth Putnam and Bo Hosler were your biggest outs. Like that was going to be Je's bright and shining day. <laughs> it was <laughs> that would have been my hell. Well, fuck. I mean, we forget Troy Merritt was was po- posting a number up until uh, up until 17, seventeen when he made double bogey there. Which I got a shout out to our boy Chris. Uh, Tiger Strong, he said early on in the round, 19 under wins, 19 under wins, and and it was Tom Hoagie at 19 under that gets the job done because it looked like some of these guys could get there, and then they just didn't. Hoagie did, they didn't. Well, so. our poor our poor boy, Seamus, Seamus Powers Seamus was it. Power. 17 under on Saturday after his... He started out with uh, with a sixty four sixty four, which broke the tournament's scoring record. Yeah, and I want to say he got to seventeen because he birdied his first hole on Saturday before he shit the bed at Monterey Peninsula, and then it just it didn't get much better for the guy. Seventy four seventy two, still a t nine. Yeah, good tournament, but he had a five. He was five clear of the of the field, and that was after Hoagie took the lead on Thursday. So I was like, oh, he Hoagie's gone. Seamus Powder. Yeah, and I speaking of this, so last year. We get Daniel Berger. Now we get Tom Hoagie. Next year, I'm going for Aaron Rye. <laughs> it's got to be the bread or the sandwich, right? Or whiskey. <laughs> no, uh, but words. So this is something that I don't want you to think that I'm taking a dig at you. <laughs> because you won. You, you got second. Great week. Tom Hoagie, unbelievable pick. But. 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 Was the Patrick Cantlay. Worth it? He kind of let down. I mean, that was that was. Patrick Cantlay, I'm stunned that consecutive tournaments where Patrick Cantlay has been in the mix, he has not come through. And I'm not saying that, you know, he still won $390,000. But you could almost look at that as like, he should have won more, right? He, he sh- yes, he should have won more. Um, Was it worth the it? The wheels fell off. Yeah, I'll say it's worth it. Yeah. Um, top five, you know, off major. I didn't think that many people were going to take Cantlay. Yeah. 
Um, remember we both like, I mean, Canley's kind of a sneaky thing. Like getting, getting them off, maybe 25 guys would be on him. A discount. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong again words. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I just, you know, that was kind of the one. It is interesting. In I've, head. I've thought about it a lot too. Um, yeah. Cause you know, if he does that in a major, no, I think it was a good pick. It was interesting too, like how many people at one point in time, really thrusted themselves into the mix. Like, even Joel Damon there for a while looked like he could be the guy, and then he kind of fizzled out. And and when you look at it, 72, you know, Hoagie gets in by four on just that last day. So um, it was a hell of a week of golf, especially with us. We, you know, we had our cocaine snow day party at my house. <laughs> I'm just joking. We didn't. Uh, we, it was just snowing. Um, <laughs> but it was awesome because, you know, it was snowing. I, I couldn't. Go to really work a lot of. Oh, I can't. I, couldn't, I, I can't couldn't. work. I can't do anything. But it works out because you know, I, as I mentioned to you, I I haven't invited you over, even though I have ESPN Plus. I watched. <laughs> I watched every day. I watched significant amount of golf coverage, which was awesome. When it's snowing here and it's fucking just beautiful. And the weather at Pebble, at fucking Pebble Beach. Yeah, when the weather at Pebble is awesome. I mean that. Yeah. The Monterey Peninsula. So uh, words. Tom Hoagie, I will never forget you. Back in the summer of 22. I'll never forget you. So we got to talk on, about the other guys. Uh, you, Everybody in the league was on Jason Day. What a shitty Sunday he had. He ends up shooting 74, um, even after a decent start. Is he done for the year now? I, I mean, flash in the pan. I, as I said before, it's going to take a lot of bad karma for him not to live up to at least a top 10 like he had been. And what do you know? T24, all it takes is the the old words, J.E. curse. Yeah, that was <laughs> it. And, you know, I had to take him. I had to take him to cuck you because if he, if he caught fire and you had him and I didn't, it was going to be well, even, real even, sad. Even the, the Maverick McNeely pick, which I was on McNeely, the second most picked guy behind Day, he that had, was the real square sneaky pick, by the way. He had to birdie four of his last five holes just to shoot 71 on Sunday. So Yikes. He had a, a round that included five bogeys, six birdies, just to shoot one under. So for a kid that had, had really played well, and, you know, T33 for a young guy like that that's never won on tour, eh, but this is obviously a place where he's kind of almost made a career just at this tournament. So um, my other pick words, 0 for 2 with Michael Thompson, missed the cut. Um, so I, uh, I, I had a very bad week. So, um, anyone else worth mentioning that you want to talk about before we go on to the, the weekly results, their words? Um, uh, we were having a beer at Ned's and Alfonso Ribeiro Carlton started doing his dance. And we made the joke, like, you know, he makes it sound like the crowd that's there's like, oh, Carlton, do the dance, do the dance. And we're like, I bet it's just like one guy that's like, hey, Carlton. He's like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you want it? Yeah. You, here you go. Yeah, all right. I will say, Carlton. I will say, uh, he played some impressive golf on Friday. He's good. Fuck, he's. I was. Stunned. I cannot imagine the money he makes off Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> yeah. of Bel Air residuals. He probably makes more in a month than I've made in the past two years. Well, and that's what's funny is is I saw that he they show you know two handicap. So yeah, fucking a right. He's, he's been gonna, retired. He's gonna for be years. pushing fifty, right? Yes. I, mean, I, I don't know how old he is, but. Um, 
Yeah, so Alfonso Ribeiro, and, and you know, they showed the Canelo Alvarez shot like a million times from the hole-in-one challenge where he sucked it back off that fucking turf that they hit off of. That was on cool. On 17. Canelo's move is uh, it's pretty violent. His turn, it's like you can tell he could just knock the shit out of someone. Yeah, and, and all I know is that the, the, the winners of the celebrity pro-am aspect was Taylor Moore and his partner, uh, which was a businessman from the Texas area that also lived out there. I think... I, Oh, yeah, and he was like a six handicap uh-huh. and played like... Ran away with it. Yeah, under par every day. Well, actually, they, they ended up winning by one shot, and they edged out my guy, Doc Redman, and, and Michael Pena, the actor who, you know, plays a lot of golf, apparently, too. You brought up Pena I last did. week. So. I did. So, okay. too bad too bad I didn't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> too bad I don't get money for that. And Taylor Morris from Edmond Memorial or North? I, I think... He's from around. Yeah, yeah, he ended up playing in Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, so. he's at one of the Edmond schools. But okay. yeah, he's Noki. Okay, so words. He's like, I could give a fuck yeah. about the celebrity portion. Yeah, exactly. Which you know, he doesn't even have full <clears throat> status. I think I saw he was like the third or fourth alt uh, alternate this week. So, um, but yeah, words. So I guess this week's results in the BLC leaderboard. You know who got first? Let's take a close look. KP, our guy, who'll be joining us here shortly. Uh, he had Cantley, Hoagie, and Spieth. Way to blow your load on all three of those guys. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, just joking. It was, a, it was a great pick week of picking. Almost $3 million. That's the most money that's been won in a single week this year. $2.9 million. Words in second place, Kate Jenner's T-Box. You did it, motherfucker. Uh, uh, I will say, though, you know. What? $2 what will you say? Oh, well, only two more Cantley picks. I was going to say, uh, no. We'll, we'll pay we'll pay KP when he's on the air. I already did. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it would have been nice. That's the Monday. That's Monday. So, words, congratulations. Second place, you vaulted up the leaderboard, obviously. We'll get to that in a second. In third place, and, and it's not going to be hard to imagine, everybody that picked Tom Hoagie, which we had 10 players, that makes up the top 10. Um, in third place, my cousin, Lacey Underall, Julian Fuller. He also had Cantlay and Hoagie, but threw in Mav McNeely there. He was just behind you at the only other person over three mil- or $2 million this week. Four skins game, Hunter Hohen. Talk about a cuck. Yeah. He, got, he had Tom Hoagie as his alternate, yes. and he ends up getting fourth place, which, by the way, got to tell the story again. Did I tell you... I don't know if I said it on the show that I saw Hunter at, at Hooters a couple weeks ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at Hooters. We're waiting to watch the AFC championship whenever the, the Chiefs and the and the Bengals played. And so I'm like, yeah, the game was at 2. I was like, yeah, I'll go up and get a table. So, of course, I show up at 1.30 and like, no one's there. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, yeah, uh, table yeah. for four, uh, table for yeah. six. Go ahead and sit anywhere you like, <laughs> mustache guy. Yeah, so I, I get a table and it's not, I'm, I'm there for 10 minutes. I've, I've nursed like three quarters of my beer already. And all of a sudden I hear, what's up, J.E.? <laughs> I look and it's Hunter and he's picking up to go wings. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Because I'm still by myself. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, man. Like, I swear to God, uh. You know, Gray, she kicked me out, Gray, man. Gray's coming up here. Payne's coming yeah. up here. They're all I'm coming. Not, I'm not eating by myself. <laughs> and then, so he ends up he ends up going to tell him it's his to go, and he sits down with me for a second. But he he the best reference of all time. <laughs> he thought we we're talking about hey Pebble Beach is coming up, and he like, said something about oh I haven't listened to the show whatever. And I was like yeah, and you know you know there's just gonna be so many just douchey corny celebrities, and he just says. Oh, like, you know, fucking Donald Faison. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, exactly. But Alfonso Ribeiro, basically same fucking genre of actor. 
<laughs> so, anyways, Hunter there with a cuck with Tom Hoagie as his alternate, <laughs> getting, getting him an extra one point five there. That a baby hone. And fifth, Queen of the Green, Darcy McRae. She's back in a big way. She had uh, Fitzpatrick and Day to go along with Hoagie. And then in sixth place, there was a tie. We had Parrish Hilton, which is Craig Parrish, a newcomer to the league. And our guy, Pat Perez for Perez, Ev Ernst, uh, was tied with six. Everest. And then a guy who I am just, it is just a phenomenal run. Very, very similar to Doug Nix's run, a.k.a. Two Gloves Attorney last year, who had won the year before and just hung around most of the year. But the defending champion from last year, Vegas Dave Harper Ward, with his second consecutive eighth-place finish to vault him into the top three. And then we had FFF Sheehy, Frank Sheehy. He also had Bazudenhout, who actually had a backdoor pretty decent weekend. Christian Bazudenhout. 163,000. And then rounding out the top ten, the Worm Burners. Baird Harper, he was the last guy with Tom Hoagie. He also had McNeely and Day, just like uh, basically the rest of the league. Words, I finished all the way down in tied for 154th, thanks in part to my two douchey picks that everyone else had and Michael Thompson, who missed the cut. So, I will say, there was a lot of people on Cameron Tringali. Kind of surprising to see him miss the cut and play bad. So, that was, uh, that was I think, the one big swing and miss for most people this past week. Nice, yeah. That was nice to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Words, when he, he had a great record there, and he always makes the cut. When you picked him, I think you picked him last year, and you're like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tr- Cameron Tringali. <laughs> <laughs> Tringali. So as far as the overall standings, Words, I've got to I've gotta say this. Go ahead and do the top and 11. Cry. Go I've ahead got, and do the top <laughs> 11. I've got to say this and cry, Words. I'm no longer in first because... For right, Cole Corson has now overtaken number one in the league with $4.4 million and up 86 spots after winning nearly $3 million this past year or this past week. KP is all the way up from number 88 to number two. Vegas Dave, again, last year's champion, he's up in, at number three, moving up 12 spots. The la- uh, there's two more people over $4 million. Justine Reed, a newcomer to the league. Bill Johnston, he's at number four. Holding tight at number five. This son of a bitch just keeps doing it. Chauncey Venables, Venable, a.k.a. the resident cult cultivator himself. Hey, Chauncey said he's coming for your ass. I bet Tommy's pissed off that he quit the league. <laughs> just joking. Um, in, in sixth place, up one spot, Burger Bus, Andrew Newberger, up three spots and still in the top ten. Last week's winner, the Yip Scott Molenbrock, up 14 spots and into the top 10 for the first time. At number 8 is Teeth Man Andrew Gold. Parrish Hilton moves into the top 10 at number 9, Craig Parrish, after moving 40 spots up the board. And words, the colossal fall from number 1 to number 10. I'm at number 10, Dodie Fade. And that's all we need to talk about for now. No. <laughs> words, you're at number 11. <laughs> hey, right now we're looking at basically a little over... 20% of the league is sitting at this table. Of the top 10 is sitting at this table right now. Of the top, top 11. 11. <laughs> yeah. Words. Whenever I started doing the math, whenever I saw how much money you were going to make, I literally saw like the projected payouts. And, Got like, his it, fucking calculator it out. Wasn't, it wasn't even due yet. And like there were several ties. So I'm like, okay, that should factor down to this. And I was like, oh my God, I'm only going to be up like $10,000. I am up $26,000 on you right now. So... How well things can change in a week. But how, hey, I've never, I've never been 
so optimistic about the credibility of this fucking show now that we're clearly the experts. If yeah. you're not stealing our picks, you're a fucking loser. I disagree. <laughs> Don't steal our picks. I disagree. No. We do not have it figured out. We spent we spent three years like outside the top seventy <laughs> only to spend one week Just number ten and eleven. Fucking toiling. <laughs> That's all I've been doing is toiling. I can't tell you how much pressure I've put on myself to, <laughs> to pick a winner this week. <laughs> I have to. I, you know, I took a fucking a couple flyers last week with Cantley, and this week it's just like, oh god, this looks real chalky. There is so many fucking good players in the field this week. Awesome, awesome tournament. Yeah. So that's the BLC leaderboard. Um, I guess we don't really have anyone else to talk about, but whatever. Bleh. Good rundown, Johnny. Thank you for that. Thank you, yeah. Got to crack that top ten. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It would After that last comment, I mean, it's going to be over for 3 City for one of us, it, for sure. Well, and that's what sucks. It's like... That's why I've, I've proofed it's where it's not going to happen. There's so many different things that can happen. There's so many outcomes. There's so many people you could choose from. You could go heavy, like you said, try to make a push for the first segment, but... Words, I've switched my picks seven times. I so. just made them before the show. I was looking at it a lot today. My one rule, I first I didn't want to do back-to-back winners with Brooks, even though Brooks has won here twice. When he won here last year, he came out of fucking nowhere, which is exactly where he is right now. So that really kind of took something not to do that. But I really don't want to pick anyone who played in Saudi Arabia last week. That's, yeah. not, a, that's not a short flight. It's It's not. But what's crazy is apparently, you know, those those rich fucking Saudis sent, like, some birds over there to get all those guys. Like, they they were flying them private. Like, it was like, hey, come play in our tournament, and we'll pay you this much, and we'll fly you private. Dude, this is my plane. It's gold. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so words. I guess <clears throat> that just means we're going to... Waste management. Phoenix Open, yeah? Scottsdale. TPC Scottsdale. Uh, par 71. Bermuda Greens. 8.2 milli purse, real percy. Uh, but most importantly, I mean, the prestige of this tournament the past like 10, 15 years is maybe unmatched that of any other on tour. 18 of the top 30 players in the world are here playing. The course only has three par fives, and you can eagle every single one of them. Lots of risk-reward holes coming down the stretch, including a drivable par four where Brooks chipped in for eagle on Sunday en route to his win last year. You're looking for a good approach player, Keep your ball out of the desert off the tee. And if you look at some of the past winners here, you had Brooks, Webb, Ricky Fowler, Gary Woodland, Hideki, Hideki, um, and Brooks in 2015. If you can tell me who won in 2014, I'll give you a nickel. Mm. Kevin Stadler. You fucking knew it. You, you've been researching this week. Hey, I could not believe. I didn't think he had a PGA. Just like enough. Dylan Wu, you son of a bitch. He lives in the... That's he, Brandon Wu. Uh, yeah, well, there's a Dylan Wu, too. Um, but yeah, Kevin Stadler lives out there, and yes, that's got to be his only win. But. but you look at those kind of recent past winners, it's guys that have the total package, right? That's kind of who wins here. Um, it's a really cool golf course slash tournament. It's a party atmosphere. Yeah, and they've they've obviously, I think, added a little bit of that, that Raiders, the Vegas Raiders flair to the uh, 17th hole. I saw they had like a booth situation set up right behind the tee box on 17, like literally like club booth looking shit. So <laughs> what was it, two or three years ago that the guy stripped ass naked and went out and like broke dance in the middle of the 16? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome though. 
Yeah, no, there's going to be a lot of college kids, a lot of girls that are probably wearing inappropriate clothing. A lot of cocaine is going to be done around that 16th hole. Um, one of my biggest, well, we don't even have to get into this. Maybe we should just go ahead and bring on. No, what? Go, your biggest, okay, yeah, save it, save it for our guy. All right, without further ado, we're going to bring on last week's winner and our first guest picker for this season, Mr. KP. Welcome to the show, bud. Hey, KP. KP, you act like you've done wait, this before. First, you, wait, no, you're first? the you're the first one this season, bud. What what happened the last week? Nowhere. Oh, well, Je. We just won. no. We just haven't no. <laughs> we haven't really like had the numbers or like really known the people who've won leading up to this week. And it's like, oh well, fuck KP won. We can just have him on again. Yeah. We had you on because we, you know, we can just call you a total cuck. <laughs> KP, <would> be lying. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So, uh, you know, did you see who you edged, by the way, to get the win? You didn't edge him, but you got him by almost a million. But he, he saw, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were, we were, we were texting all weekend. Oh, all I fuck heard, you guys. I woke up to a text on Sunday morning. All it said was Spieth. I broke out into a cold sweat. So we should read that. We should read that halfway through Sunday or early on Sunday. I said, are you scared yet? <laughs> so what, what made you pick Tom Hoagie? I, I mean, the other two were fucking obviously. Like- uh, yeah, I knew this question's hard to answer. I think the answer to this question is, uh, random, too much reading. That's what the, the was the, is the, that pick. So it's, it's too much online reading. Like I don't, I don't even know. What is he? He's a horn frog. He uh-huh. comes out of nowhere. From this is his second win. Is Far- this his Fargo, second win? Fargo, no. North Dakota. It's his first win. His first win. His first. first... I thought he won something late last year. No, he, he played, kind of popped a little bit. He, late played, last he year. played well a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he's he's played. He's had a decent career, but there was one guy in the league that I don't know. The name is is Bobby Mastery. And he picked Bo Hogue, you know, H-O-A-G. And I'm convinced he was trying to pick Tom Hoagie. <laughs> and he, fin- he finished in 204th. Poor son of a bitch. <laughs> Poor bastard. He, quit. he, he WD'd through the whole year. Yeah. Take my money, I'm out. Fuck it, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I don't know why I picked him. I just, I, the way, if I'm, if I don't really know the tournament, and I'm I'm not indifferent from probably most other guys, maybe except for you two that you know know every player and every swing. But I'll I'll spend maybe more time than most, almost every day, and just kind of see what what's going on and what are the fantasy guys like and blah blah blah. If there's anybody that's yeah, I mean he was a wild card pick for sure. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I I just read three or four good articles and was like, screw it, I'll throw him in there. Well, uh, not you. knowing a whole lot about it. And it was just, it was a wild card random. Listen, nobody, I almost had one, two, and three. Nobody, I don't, I would argue, and I'm not going to be <laughs> arrogant because, right? here, but I'm not going to be too arrogant here, but I would argue like, I'm not sure that's happened before. Hey, I so- mean, if I, if I was yelling at my TV screen, Sunday afternoon, I wanted Hosler to put his three wood so far into the water on eighteen. <laughs> Bo <laughs> just was just trying like to 12. fuck. He was trying to cuck us so hard. I was, I was like, yeah. please God, Hosler, just do this for me, goddamn it. Yeah. Andrew Seth yeah. Putnam was trying to get Poppy. Yeah. Troy yeah. Merritt. Damon was in there somewhere. Okay, like, so KP, before we get into the feature groups, are, did you make the call? Are you guys going to the tournament? Are you going out to the waste management this weekend? I'm, we 
we are not. Okay. I, we case this is we're taking the year off. Casey, my wife. I've gone to the Wasted Open. Uh, Kirby and I, we've gone on how many years? A lot of years, five, six years in a row. And we we always pony up and we buy some random ticket on six on the on sixteen, and we'll drink a hundred Red Bull vodkas <laughs> and don't sleep for four days and. Like it's just it's I don't know it's it's a it's a blast. it is what it is right but and then I've also gone out with my wife with Casey and we've like literally bought um, this admission general admission passes and walked around and that course is a hard walk for a tournament because it goes deep way back like holes four and five go way deep back up in there mm-hmm. and there's not even I mean there's nobody that even walks around there the whole the whole atmosphere of that tournament sits around. You know, 16, 17, 18, 9, right there in that, you know, you guys have been there, I'm sure, right there. No. It's just kind of. I've only played it. I haven't been to the tournament. So. Well, I, it's just, you know, it's just, just, there's like six or five or six holes that all kind of butt up right yep. there, um, kind of near the clubhouse. And that's where the whole action is. And that's why the energy of that, of that tournament is so good. Well, and the 10th on 16, 17. Yeah. And 18. That's incredible. You're, anyway, it's a, you remember that much better. I was at Torrey Pines, and I don't remember a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of that. Anyway, th- so let's let's go into the let's go into the featured group. So we KP can- knows his place, though, baby. I mean, he is going <laughs> to be does. coming off a win. You got to feel you got to be feeling pretty good about I picking feel, this week. I feel pretty good about the way through, but I I am going to be a there- little conservative here. Um, I mean, Jay, do you want to finish what you're going to say? No, I'm just going to say that uh, you better keep the same pick since I'm looking at the the results page right now and you actually haven't submitted yours. So (laughs) you better fucking keep the same. I I do that all the, I do that all the time on the show. Don't worry. Yeah. And no, I'll keep the same picks. I'm, I'll be true. We'll hold you to it. Um, So, and, and no particular order. Well, no, I think we we got it. We yeah. got to go. We go through the featured groups, yeah, if you remember. So if you're on somebody, you tell us that you're on them, and you tell us why. So that's before you start spilling well, out your guys. So, anyways, I'm not on. I mean, am I? On, what do you mean? Like, am I on, I'm on somebody just for this tournament? No, no, right. no. We go through featured groups, <laughs> and oh, okay, we, we go through got, the oh, featured yeah, groups. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I got you. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Black, yeah, blacked out. It's Sunday. It's showtime, baby. Let's go. Go ahead. Okay, so the first featured group of the week, we've got Hideki Matsuyama. He's playing with Patrick Cantlay and a guy who's made a pretty decent career here himself, Justin Thomas. KP. Uh, I like all three of those. My pick of this group, I'm going to put the... Are you Hideki are you on are you on Hideki? Did you? I'm pick? on Hideki. Okay, I am okay. on Hideki. Okay. I like the whole. I like the whole group. I Cantley is not his course. JT is probably going to finish strong. Hideki's won this thing a thousand times, I think. Twice, so, and I, I think uh, he's yeah, the leading money well, winner recently. Yeah, yeah, he's a leading money no, winner Phil's of all time. I, I think Phil's 
still the leading money winner of all time. Who's got the podcast, bro? Hideki is <laughs> the leading two, money I winner. I just think, read it. Yeah. <laughs> I read it earlier this week. Okay. I, I'll vote with you. I think it's Mickelson. He's been playing this thing since fucking 89. Yeah, when they were given like $75,000 checks, Hideki's got like two in the last five years. He was getting a hand he job from Amy under Bill. the bleachers he, on 16. Bill's going to the Asian. Bill's going to the Asian tour. Oh, it, it can't happen quickly enough. I love it. Um, all right. Anyway, no, I'm off Hideki. Okay. Jay, I, 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 he's either going to finish top five or zero, whatever. No, he's going to finish top five. That's why I'm on Hideki, yeah. too. I'm coming quick, damn it. He's coming off a win at the Zozo, win at the Sony. Um, oh, I'm coming way too hard. So that's what's funny. <laughs> I'm on JT also, <laughs> god damn it. JT, oh, 13th no. last year. He's got a couple no. third-place finishes here. I'm going... Super chalk. Oh my god! One of one group. I couldn't <laughs> oh, no. help myself. You know what though? Like fuck JT. I'm not taking him. I don't care if he wins every major this year. I'm not taking him in one fucking major. I always end up with JT picks in my pocket at the end of the year. Not this year. He plays well here. Get the JT pick out of the way. And I got a hawk palm Hideki because I knew JE didn't have the balls to take him again this early. Oh, you do. No way. It's the fear in this motherfucker's eyes. I thought about taking a decky, but, but I didn't. didn't. But didn't. But words, I sure as fuck didn't take him and JT in this group. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, who cares, man? Live JT, and let live. JT, obviously, over the last few years, he's got a couple third places, I think a fourth. I mean, the guy's been on fire here, so it's a good pick. Hideki, who knows? Again, I heard... From my boys on Sirius XM today, the course is running firm and fast, and the greens are as good as they've ever been. So, again, this is one of those tournaments where if Hideki has the putter going, he's always a threat to win. But that's a big if. They, the stars align for me at the Sony. We'll see if they align for you here. As you said at the Sony, when you're knocking it to within three <laughs> feet every hole, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, we'll see, bud. Um, okay, I, so I think a, I think a lot of people pick Hideki this week. I That's not, he's not going to be the make or break. Sure, sure. So you KP, know. you and Words are both on Hideki. Uh, Words also. Am I getting in. a sneaky discount on JT this week? I don't think so. I think JT. Those, no. those are good. Pick. Those are going to be both super chalk. Yes, I think okay. so. Um, okay. But okay. we'll see. Hey, what do I know? I'm just a doctor. Um, well, since we got some action fired early in the first group, the next featured group, you got the number one player in the world playing arguably his home here in Arizona. Finished top five here as an amateur way back when, when he played on a sponsor's exemption. He's playing with Webb Simpson, a guy who knows his way around this track. The guy fucking top tens at almost every goddamn year. And then another guy who has won here before, but has had a long, long few years, Ricky Fowler. KP, mm. I hear some whisperings there from you, bub. You you, uh, you mentioned I, the name earlier I, in the week. I like Big Dick Rick. Ooh, um, not what I thought he was going to say. I, but I'm not taking him. Okay, uh, okay. You 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 I said changed, to me. I I know <laughs> I know I sent Jay the text and I wanted to take Big and I may be this may cost me, but I'm going with somebody else. And it, my other person's not in this group. Okay. Okay. Of course, we who the, you have John Rahm and who's the other Webb. Guy? Webb Simpson. Yeah, Webb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all of them. Yeah, Webb won here. I really in, like Webb. Yeah, he won here the year before Brooks in 2020, and he was second in 2017. He's just kind of coming off a, a shitty year, and it's like, well, is Webb kind of like a north of 35 guy who isn't very long and is just kind of kind of continued to, to kind of downward, not downward spiral, but 
not pop like he used to. He has not been playing like the Webb Simpson that we knew for the, the last few years. Few years, or is this was definitely a place for him to kind of bounce back though. So um, Webb is going to be an interesting pick if someone gets on him and he's kind of got a low number and, and pops. Um, Rom, I mean, what are you? He's never finished outside the top sixteen here. It's kind of like his backyard. It's pretty really scary. Save, I feel like you have to save Rom. Like you can't just take him. <laughs> Yeah, it's like DJ last year, a year before. He's like, I want to take an every turn. Exactly, baby. That's why I'll, I'll come quick on JT, but Rom, I'm going to savor the flavor. Words is always going to come yeah. quick on JT. Um, no, I, I we're all on the same page with Rom. Yes, he very likely could win this tournament, but it's not. I'm not willing to risk that just yet when we've got a 3.6 million dollar right. winner's check coming right here in a couple of weeks. So um, right. I laid off everybody in this group as well. Is the Masters three point six million? No, the Players Championship. The Players which is two point six yeah, million. Bub. Yeah, yeah. So vomit. you and your defending champion I'm JT gonna vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. Hey, no, get yeah. JT out of there for me. I'll take him with the Players okay. game. So the next featured group, we've got our local boy, Mister Fletcher Azul, Abraham Answer, playing with the defending champion Brooks Kepka and another former champion, Gary Woodland. Ooh, I love Gary. Uh, I'm on none of these guys. Yeah. No, I, so words and I were talking, some of these guys are making a long flight over from Saudi Arabia. One of those is Abe answer. Um, I know mm-hmm. Abe, 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 T eighth in Saudi with the way that the course is supposedly playing firm and fast. I think it does take away some of the advantage of being a long hitter. So if Abe gets the putter going, sure. He can make a run here, but again, How's that jet lag going to be on him coming over from Saudi? Abe has been quite, kind of quietly not playing very well, so I think he's been sipping too much tequila. But I will say the fact that they even let him wear a tequila hat in Saudi Arabia, he got away with one on him on that one. <laughs> yeah. Shit. They're going to behead him the next yeah. time he gets over there. No kidding. And I feel like a lot of these guys just show up and party here. Like A lot of them just like, yeah, it's just wasted. Have you partied with party. any of these pros here? Party our weekend out of here. Uh, I have not. So do you think? I mean, if I if I did though, here's here's the thing. I could see Abe. I could see Abe bringing like three different flavors of the Fletcher Azul and just going on like a bar, a tour of like a tasting tour of uh, Old Town. You know, just be like, would you like to try the tequila? (laughs) Who knows? Hey, could be man. Um, Who else? I think Brooks. Brooks usually plays well here, but he's the defending champ. Like, yeah, he just like doesn't. He's so hard. Like he just. It is hard. It is fucking hard. I'd like to see Brooks, a blonde-haired Brooks This win. was also the side of Brooks' first yeah. ever major, first ever major, first ever professional win, I should say, PGA Tour win, mm-hmm. 2015. And uh, I said this before he got on, though. It's, it was crazy. He was playing like complete shit right now, and he's playing like complete shit last year before he won the tournament. So it's kind of hard putting a handicap on Brooks, but it's not a major, so yeah. I'm, I'm laying yeah. off. Yep, and, and it's the whole major thing, only play for majors. I mean, that's what makes it really tough. Because I honestly, like, he's so cocky, and this is the way he lives his life. Yes, he is. He's got blonde like, he hair, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many therapists yeah. that listen to this show. I yeah. mean, like, certainly one of them can – that that blonde hair dye, that was like a cry for help, right? Just like, oh, God, I just don't care what I do so much that I'll just do this and see what people say. I don't win, care. Win or lose, 100% Brooks is getting on a bird with Jenna and going to the Super Bowl as soon as the, as soon as he's done playing Sunday. No, no doubt. So, they all do. They all go. The next featured group, we've got very, very, very promising trio lead, led by the man from Norway, Victor Hovland. 
playing with the man you just mentioned, Jordan Spieth, fresh off of a second-place finish last week, and a guy who choked away the championship last year, Xander Schauffele. Uh, One would think I'd be on Spieth, but I'm taking the Norwegian. Oh! The man from Norway. Uh, it's hard to argue with a guy who's won, I believe, three of his last five starts worldwide. Four of six, I believe. He's playing well. Maybe it is three or five. I don't know. Fuck you, John. Yeah, he's playing well. Um, that's why I felt so good about him here. Yes. That's why I felt so good about taking JT is because I pivoted off of Hovland. I really, really wanted to take Hovland. But like I said, he he played in Saudi Arabia. I know I'm going to want to take him in at least one or two majors. I just need to take take a few deep breaths, take someone who I don't like as much, who has just the firepower that he does. Uh, that's a good This pick. was my pivot off. Yeah, he's my pivot off big dick, Greg. Okay. Um, Spieth, I mean, he had a fourth-place finish here last year. Last year, this was the week before um, Pebble Beach. He took fourth here last year and then obviously um, played really well at Pebble the next week also. So he has really good experience here, but Spieth could also fall off the fucking map again. Or the cliff. I, I, <laughs> fall off the cliff yeah, on eight at Pebble. I, uh, <laughs> I think he's going to be tired. Like, I, Spieth, I mean, he still has his killer instinct. He can still win. I mean, I say that. I mean, he didn't close on, uh, you know, halfway through Sunday, after Sunday afternoon. But, like, he can be, like, he still has it. But I think he's going to show it tired. I can see that. And maybe a little deflated, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, he got fucking know. run down by Tom Hoagie. <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Hey, and he got know, run down by Kokrak, too, didn't he? Yeah, Colonial. Um, well, that that's kind of the whole thing is, is you got to take into consideration. I thought he was going to play like fucking shit last week because he had the stomach virus coming off of uh, missed cut at, at the farmers. And words, I just think he's a major champion and he's fucking resilient, which is why I am on. Jordan oh, Speed this my week. God. I like him to play well, just like he did last year. And I like him to finish the job this time. Riding I'm the hot hand. Yeah, it's a good man, pick. Uh, but we'll it, it could also be an easy uh, missed cut. I'll bet, I'll bet I'll bet some of Doc Holder's money against that. <laughs> I told that story last week, KP. I didn't get into the dollar figures, but uh, it definitely well, worked I'll, I'll tell you this. I've already bought I've already bought two pairs of shoes with Doc Holder's <laughs> golf shoes. I got the new Air Maxes and the new Jordan AG three. Black on green. Hopefully your Thanks, wife's Doc. not listening to this one, bud. <laughs> oh, that's free cash. That's free cash. Free play. cash, oh man. Um, and Xander, you mentioned he choked here last year to Brooks. Brooks chips in on the short par four, 17th, and obviously. That's when Xander hooked it into the pond there. That's right. Yeah. And he was either tied for the lead or won back. He was pretty close. You know, he's it's, he's kind of coming off of a weird spot. He's He won the Olympics. He took fifth at the Tour Championship. Not bad. And then since that, he's had no top tens um, in any tournament he's played in. So Xander's kind of easy guy to lay off for me right now. Well, he also is coming over from playing in uh, Saudi. Saudi Arabia. So, um, so KP, that means you're on Hideki, you're on Victor, and did you give your third pick already too, or no? No, he has okay. not. Uh, uh, don't do it yet. Don't do it. Is there another group? Yes. No. Oh, wait, hold on. Who do you have? There isn't another group. Who do you have? I'm on, so I'm, I'm only – words is on JT and Hideki, and I'm on Spieth. So – um, 
we're all coming with somebody outside of this, and I got a bad feeling it might be the same guy. Yeah. Um, I'm going <laughs> with a guy who plays some fucking desert golf. He's shot a 59 yep. in the desert before, but not here. I'm going with Scotty Scheffler. Ooh. So I'm going with two Longhorns and Spieth and Scheffler, which is why I was a little worried about being top-heavy, but we've had... Luke List breakthrough for his first win. We've had Tom Hoagie breakthrough for his first win. What else can there be besides Scotty Scheffler kicking down the door for his first win this week? He definitely kind of fits the mold of the past winners. He's got the complete game. He's done everything on tour, as except, as you said, win. So, yeah. Hey, Tough. it's my time now. It's my time. Um, so that's sure. my second pick. So uh, who wants to give away their third pick? KP, why don't you why don't you lead us off? Who who you got as your third guy? Who I'll give a couple couple of clues. Who I think he is top five leading money winners of this tournament. He's an unorthodox golfer, and he doesn't have very many friends on tour. <laughs> Patrick Reed, <laughs> he's not no. in the field. <laughs> Bryson, but he's no. not playing. Who? No, just tell us. <laughs> he's a lefty. He's a lefty. Brian Harmon. No. Phil. No. He's not in the field. Ashk Batia. <laughs> Who's your goddamn pick? Bubba. Bubba! Oh, <laughs> was right there in <laughs> yeah. front of us all fucking time. Of course, Bubba. Yeah, he finished, he finished second uh, last he week. He has truly done everything he at this tournament well except win. Here. Yes, and he's, I think he's going to be a good finisher. I don't know, honestly, I forget what he's done this year, if anything. I don't think. Well, he just finished second year. place last week to Harold Varner in the Saudi Invitational, had it not been Is for a fucking 100 foot bomb. So he's coming so, across, but playing very good golf. I, I don't know. Bubba's, he's, he's, I don't, he's not like one of my favorite golfers, but. No, you again, love Bubba now. You're a Bubba guy, guy KP. KP, Bubba, some, those guys. This is, this is, this is a, one of those research picks. Like, okay, a lot of the guys like him. Like, we're getting some good pubs, like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, a lot of people know more than, you know, what I'm knowing here. So, I feel like this is one of those. Crash and burn, motherfucker. One, one, one of those picks. This is one of those picks. Bubba has four yeah. top five here, four top fives yeah. here in his last seven starts. So, yes. There you go. Okay. He, he knows how to get that. golf his ball around here. Talk you know. Yes, that. <laughs> long, he's a long hitter, long course. Like, I don't know. Good, good. good Every time I pick Bubba, he just always ends up doing exactly what I know he's going to do in my heart, and that is yeah, just it's pissing just, all over yeah, me. Totally <laughs> shit down your throat. Yeah, every time. <laughs> all right. So, but good me. pick. Good, so but KP, good pick. KP, Who I got? Hideki, Victor, and Bubba. And now Words and yep. I. Um, words, you you want to take the honor or you want me to? You, you won, so why don't you do the honors? Um, I'm going with the guy, a local boy, T20 at the Farmers, and then miscut at the Amex. Actually, it was miscut at the Amex, then T20 at the Farmers. Um, he has only lost strokes to the field once since May. The Carl Albert Titan, I'm going with Taylor Gooch. Yes, good pick, good pick. Probably. He was definitely on my short list words. But- Plus his boy, his coach, Boyd Summerhays is there. His son, whose son, Preston, who's a freshman at ASU, is also playing in this tournament on a sponsor's exemption. Um, so I think that the family vibe is going to be there. He's got his coach there. He's he's one of these guys that gets all effed up here, dude. 
He's going to have all of his aunts and uncles here, his cousins, his Oklahoma City buddies, and they just get, they just get, just get blackout in Old Town. Everybody gets a little black, loose pass, whatever it's called, the 16. So that's why, he, every night. that's why he yeah. wears sunglasses all the time. Exactly. <laughs> you get to drunk. Oh, well, I like him even more now. So if, <laughs> if there's ever been... Yeah, a place to play some drunk golf. It is Scottsdale, Arizona. So, well, Gooch, I, do it. I, I love the Gooch pick. I was very close to taking him myself. But I'm going with another guy from the... the Oh, Big Dome. I'm going with another guy from the Boyd Summer Hayes stable. stable. And I fucking love this words. I picked him here last year. I also picked him because two years ago, he was the first-round leader after shooting 61 in this tournament. I'm going with my guy, Wyndham Clark, this week. (laughs) You've been talking about Wyndham all fucking year. So I had, you talk I, about miscut city. I Wyndham has made the cut every time, and he finished t thirty six last year, which was great for him. <laughs> you you're shooting for that t thirty six. I'm trying baby. to get Wyndham to catch lightning in a bottle this week. I figured with I'm if I'm going heavy with the Longhorns with Spieth and Scheffler, nobody's going to be on Wyndham Clark unless they're listening to this show at six a.m. on Thursday morning. Oh my god! So I'm going with Wyndham Clark. He's been playing great this what? year. He's been in the mix a little bit, and by that I mean he had like a top 16 at Farmers. I cannot <laughs> wait to get up Thursday morning and look at my phone and see uh, Spieth no triples kidding. one, Wyndham doubles two, and it's just going to be... Or, or Wyndham shooting 61 like he did in 20, uh, 2020. Yeah, 2020 first round, 61. Let's go. Let's do it again. Long Let's go, Wyndham. <laughs> Let's go. Honestly, he switched over to Titleist, too. That's the worst pick I've ever heard of. <laughs> Yeah, KP, yeah. shit on this man. <laughs> All right, so KP, KP is on Hideki. We need to make a wager. We need to make a wager on this. Okay, oh, this week I KP like it. KP is on Hideki, yeah. Victor Hovland, and uh, oh, you're on Bubba. Bubba, yeah, Bubba. Jesus <laughs> Christ, words, words is <laughs> words is on Taylor Gooch, JT, and Hideki, and I'm taking the, the Longhorn duo of Spieth and Scheffler with my guy Wyndham Clark in there. Let's go. I I wager a fifty. I bet you a hat, fit, whatever a hat costs, that Wyndham finishes twenty five or over. T twenty five or over. Ooh, mm. do you really believe in this bet, John? Do you really believe in Wyndham? Yeah. So whatever a hat costs in the pro shop. Okay. Yeah. Let's bet. do it. Let's do it. We'll do it. T twenty five over under top twenty five. Yeah, and I'm taking the over. Oh, duh. Let's go, baby. Duh. When was the last it. time Wyndham's so, finished under top 25? Don't look. It'll take too you, long. I'm the making farmers. you put your money where your mouth is on this thing. Okay. Hey, bud. You, you gotta, sometimes you got to just live on the edge. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Well, that's why I felt last week with Hoagie. He won. Uh, there you go. Hey, it's like J.E. the fucking prophet. Picked Wyndham Clark. Can you believe it? I'll make a bet with you, KP. If Bubba wins, okay. we're going to Vegas. Ooh. Deal. Deal. <laughs> we're all Done. we're blowing up our families and our careers, and we're going yeah. to Vegas. Yeah. Someone will take care of my three kids. Curry will. <laughs> That's what, what brothers, brothers are for. for. Yeah, he needs six kids. He'll be good. <laughs> uh, okay. KP, that was a lot he of fun, did. man. 
thank you for joining yeah. us on the show once again. Um, sure. You know, I was kind of wondering if it was all, um, if it was all smut last year uh, with you and hand picking for dark crystals, but I guess, I guess you did have some input. So congratulations with your solo well, Mark team. And I, Mark and I, uh, we, we had a good little partnership last year. And then, well, what happened last year was I showed up late to the game um, and Jay or you, you guys kept telling me I just never signed up, just whatever, being lazy. And then this year I took the initiative and did it. And then Mark has done the T invert me and has not and did not sign up or did not pay or did whatever he didn't do. Yeah, so, I, I texted him like five, dies, five uh, times the day but, of the. And I did too. And he was like, dude, I totally forgot. <laughs> anyway. But I'm not letting. I'm not. He's not. I'm not letting. This is all you, KP. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna win it, and I'll. I'll. I'll give Dip ten percent because of last year when I win all the. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Well, KP, thank you very much for coming on. Obviously, it was always a pleasure with you. Second time guest picker, sure. so congratulations there. Great picks last last week, and uh, good luck this week, bud. Thank you. Let's right. play golf on Friday. All right. Sounds good. We'll do that. See you, bud. Thanks for coming yeah. on. We'll talk Bye, to you guys. later. Bye-bye. Okay, see you. Ooh, Johnny. A lot of action, huh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he sure made me feel pretty stupid about my <laughs> Wyndham Clark pick, but time will tell, baby. <laughs> you know, it is not going to be chalky. I will say that. And, um, you know, like you said, his coach is there. Does he have any past success there? Yeah, I mean, like I said, he was he the never first round leader. He was yeah, the first yeah. round leader. Oh, that, that, that's, yeah. He still finished like 30. I think, he, you know, he, he's got a couple top 35 finishes there. And coming off of a top what at He actually Farmers. did a, yeah, T20, but last week he was one of the, you know, made the cut but didn't end up getting to play the last day. What oh. do they call it? It's like m Because you're fat? Whatever it is. No, but I mean, he got paid like 17 grand to like not play the final round. Basically. They're like, just go home, man. So he got there a little bit early, got some work in, I'm sure. So let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, it's always really fun to uh, know who to cheer against also, right? Yes. All right, amigo. Uh, that's about all we got. Just want to give one more quick shout-out to the Dakota Rose, Tom Hoagie. I love you. I'll never forget what you did for me. You got any other parting words of wisdom for our uh, listeners out there? Well, you mentioned it with KP. Very excited to see what Preston Summerhays does this weekend. Our guy, this is, I think, his second PGA Tour start, and obviously, of course, he's very familiar with. John Rahm finished top five as an amateur here when he had the same sponsors exemption, so I'd love to see Preston Summerhays make the weekend and at least maybe give this thing a run. Who knows? If you really had balls, you'd switch your pick from Wyndham to Preston. Yeah, except... Zero dollars? Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, you can't win money. Hey, babe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where'd you trick me? You tricked me. You don't win what you don't put in the middle. <laughs> yeah. He wins zero for winning, so, or any money. So, anyways, good luck, Preston. Good luck, Preston. All right, Daddy-O, I believe that's all we got, yeah? Yes. You guys enjoy the tournament this week. I'm going to be watching from Niani. You guys go to opolisclothing.com, buy a shirt. Subscribe to our show on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star review. Let's hack this system and get those boys climbing up the charts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all we got. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.
several hours.